I got a dog today. Because River, River just wasn't River enough. River wasn't enough. River huh? needs a partner sometimes. And so we got one that almost looks just like him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So it's a, it's a bulldog, right? Yeah, bulldog. <laughs> Mastiff, actually. Mastiff. <laughs> So, Nathan, whose idea was this? Okay. Well, I was thinking, like, oh, it'd be nice every once in a while when we're gone that River has a friend. And then, because he's so social and everything. And then Lily was looking. And then they had, we've been looking, we've been talking about it for maybe six months. Mm-hmm. A bit less than that. We've but, been looking on the KSL. And then they had this thing where adoption fees are waived today. Oh. And oh, they like, are? This week and next week on at the... Humane Yeah, animal shelter. Well, that's nice because it's like three hundred dollars or something. Yeah. I mean, at least it was when we got our yeah. dogs. So that's it's a like, lot of money. Yeah, but we didn't. no, it's not Thor. Dogs <laughs> are going for like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, they have for, for that's a, a lot. That's standard. a lot of money when you 27, go to KSL and get a dog for free. We were walking okay. down. Someone had some golden doodles yeah. on the side of the road, and the puppies were going for twenty seven hundred. Oh, really? That's more than I thought. Or they were. Like that. I've, I know that they go for a lot. The golden doodles are a popular breed. Well, it's yeah. Any of those things kind of go, for but. That. But what I'm saying is that you can get on KSL and they're they're giving dogs away for free. So, you know, are they not yeah. not as much as you think, Thor? And they have free dogs. They've got well, free a cats. dog is free. It's probably because of something it did. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's free there's, naughty dog. There's, <laughs> but of course, if they're in the pound, they're okay. The naughty or the dog, the less money you pay for it. <laughs> In uh, old time Babylonia, okay, how they got people married, okay, so they line up. Okay, go ahead. The, yeah, it has nothing to do with they dogs. They line up dogs. They line no. up the girls, okay, the marrying age, okay, from prettiest to ugliest, okay, and so they go to the prettiest, and they're like, okay, how much would you pay for to, to marry this young? And so and they get all that money, you know, and so forth. And they go to the next girl, you know, obviously go to richer people. They go down, get down to the middle, and they're like, okay, you know, she's for free. Uh, and who wants to marry this one, so on and so forth. And then we start getting to the uglier ones. And it's like, okay, how much will will it take for you to take this girl away? And they take the money that they got from the pretty ones and start giving away the people to take the uh, uglier women. So anyway. That's a love story right there. That is a love story and a half. You know... <laughs> you doubt the validity of no, my no, no, tale, I don't. don't you? I don't. I just mm-hmm. doubt like how smart people were at that time. Because honestly, like, who gives a, a flying f about how good looking they are? Well, if they have a horrible personality or if they're a piece of shit person, they, I don't give a. It's I don't harder care. to line people up by how good their personality is. Yeah, I, I, I think it's like I start saying, a, "Hey, can you have a conversation with me for two for two minutes?" And if they have a good conversation, then then I'll pay more. Then you'll pay probably more. somewhere in the middle ground. I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I'll pay lots, not the ones they get for free." How about if Tinder did that, where you you got to hear them talk and you could swipe right or left and you couldn't see them? Ooh, ooh, ooh I like that. That's audio Just audio. That's it. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, just great. just audio, and they give a two minute spiel about themselves. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. like the dating game, basically. Uh, <laughs> isn't it like you know you were in a some guy or girls in a booth, and then you have to ask people yeah, they, yeah, the or what yeah. would you for guy number two? What would you do? What's your favorite things to do? I love long walks on the beach. <laughs> you didn't Candle say that sexy enough. Sorry. <laughs> Try that again. No, I don't know if I can do it sexy. Uh, okay. Oh, that was sexy to me. <clears throat> no, oh, I, I <laughs> got Don. That did it. Yeah. Okay. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> okay, are, are we live, guys? No, sorry. Oh, okay. No, we are. Oh, we're always live. Why are you even asking? I need to watch are what we I'm recording saying. this? So, are we, so we're going to we cut that Babylonian this? story out, right? No. <laughs> that's that's gonna be Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult, the only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunner, 
Dawn, Thor, and Nathan. What are we talking about today? Well, we, as a matter of fact, are going to be talking about the ghost dance cult. And this is something that you're actually going to be presenting to us. We're, we're talking about the mm-hmm. ghost dance, okay, guys? And so we're going to be talking about the indigenous inhabitants, inhabitants of the North America. And I will be referring to them as Indians or American Indians, or more specifically, hopefully, their tribal names. No, so let's start talking about the Northern Paiute tribe, okay? So the Northern Paiute tribe is uh, not like the Southern Paiute tribe, which is here in Utah, but it's up kind of in Nevada and up north a little bit, obviously, northern. And their lifestyle is an awful lot like the Southern Paiutes. A lot of hunter-gatherers. They never really got into horses or anything like that. But they have a lot of cool customs and, and traditions and stuff like that. And there is a famous personage of theirs, and I'm going to butcher this name, Wadzuwadu. Pretty sure no, that's, that's exactly how That's probably it. exactly how, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he, he had a vision. He had some visions. And he dreamed of this dance that he called a round dance in which you kind of have a big circle and everyone's kind of holding your hands and you're just kind of dancing in a circle. And he uh, had some visions and saying that this dance would help bring uh, plenty and game and stuff like that. What time period are we talking about here? Probably 1830s, 1840s. Yeah. Now, in this dance that he did, was he like, all right, I have all the hot women on my side <laughs> holding my hands, <laughs> and all the ugly ones are on the other side. <laughs> he, <laughs> he realized he only had two hands, and so he could only hold two hot women. I was wondering. Uh, so, so I thought this was about... The living communing with the dead. Yes, it is. Uh, you're probably getting to that. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm totally bearing that. <laughs> but now that you brought that up, okay. <laughs> this, so, <laughs> this person is about the living? I, yeah, I think he had some of that there too. But the he, he's, I'm just talking no, about no. that. He was the one that originated this round dance, okay. He had a, a helper, and the helper's son was named Wavoka. Okay, so... Uh, Wavoka was a, I guess his parents, his dad died earlier on, and uh, so he lived with his dad who was involved with this round dance for a while. His dad died. He went and fostered out at uh, the Wilson's ranch and learned to farm and, and do things like that and raise cattle and stuff like that. All this ranch, he was a helper for several years. Uh, got introduced to Christianity there, and he got a um, white man's name, we'll call it, Jack Wilson. So, Wavoka, or Jack Wilson, he actually was known just as much or more by uh, his name Jack Wilson than Wavoka. So, he had a bit of both worlds. Where Maybe, was this Wilson farm? Oh, this was, was in Nevada. In Nevada? Yeah, I can't give the exact place uh, or time. So, he had some Christian elements, he had some Native American cultural elements, he was known as a weather doctor among uh, the Northern Paiute. And Is that where the rain dance comes from? I, you know, I want to tell you no. I think, I think several different cultures and uh, different tribal organizations had, yeah. had different dances. And I'm pretty sure that a rain dance was somewhat common there. But... Also, it's been perverted by Hollywood, so I can't give you a clear yeah. account on that. So, obviously, yeah, the, the Northern Paiute weren't the only uh, people dancing around. I mean, uh, there was uh, dances in um, a lot of the Plains Indians, the Lakota and others had, uh, like, the sun dance and stuff like that. And there were other dances. I, I think humans, by and large, kind of like to dance. I do. I think most cultures have some sort of dance. Yeah, they can be ritual or just for fun, but that rhythmic movement of body, I think, is a very human thing to do. I mean, have you seen little kids? I mean, you put on music and they're freaking out. Yeah, they're flapping their arms. They're flapping their arms. What are our modern... Modern dances? Yeah, modern cultural, like, 
dances. So the electric slide. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's <laughs> that, our. Is that, that's our, our is rain that dance? Modern. modern? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't know how modern that, that is, but <laughs> I don't like any of the dances which are line dances. I don't, I don't really care for line dances. Are actually all right. They're fun, but I don't care for any like. All right, everybody do the gung gung style. I'm just like, like don't want to do it. I've actually thought about um, taking some dance classes and like learning, mm. you know, a little bit of ballroom. I'm gonna. Know. I want to learn break dancing. I'm break gonna learn the ghost dance. Well, you know what? You're in luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Thor. Do you know the ghost dance? Did you? No, I, I don't. But there's a guy named uh, James Moody. You met one of his uh, what, son. Grand, his son or grandson? Yeah. Son. Son. Or he. Grandson. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure his grandson. Uh, anyway, James Moody really was an early uh, anthropologist. He got in with the tribes. He learned this ghost dance. Oh, you know what? We're jumping ahead of the okay, story. Let's, let's, let's talk about, yeah. let's talk about Wawoka. He was uh, a weather doctor. Uh, and from what I can tell and read, he was very well liked among people. Uh, he was, he was respected. And he was out in the mountains cutting down wood. And that was his job at the time. This was in uh, January 1889, and there was a solar eclipse that happened while he was out there, and he passed out or something, and he had a vision that came to him. And this vision, he learned these set dances to do this round dance, and set rhythms and set uh, lyrics to perform for this dance, this new dance. And this new dance was going to bring forth a paradisical element to to the earth. Uh, water would come up again, buffalo would, would come out, and the game would be plentiful. Basically, w- the white scourge would be removed, and Christ would come and visit the Indians. I love it. He has a quote. He's like, you know, the white man killed Christ. He's not going to come to them again. He's going to come to us. I love that yeah. <laughs> quote, that idea. That's great. Anyway, so, and it would enter basically kind of a millennium kind of thing. And this dance that he created was really important. But that wasn't the only thing. You had to leave, lead a very good lifestyle. You had to actually work. Uh, you couldn't, you weren't supposed to fight. You weren't supposed to steal or lie. Uh, no self-mutilation oh, or anything I, like that's that. That's a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, like uh, I mentioned the Sundance earlier, uh, that uh, was a dance in which there was some self-mutilation. How you'd get these hooks and you'd put them in your flesh and then tie uh, rawhide uh, ropes from the hooks to a pole and then you'd lean against the, the ropes until you bled. That's probably where bungee jumping came from. Yeah, yeah an early form of bungee <laughs> jumping there. So basically lead a, I want to say this in quotes, a good Christian life. You know, pay for what you have, don't steal, don't lie. He came back, he started uh, introducing this dance, okay? And this dance was a accumulation. You basically danced all night long for five nights, Okay. And all night for five nights. I couldn't dance for five hours. Uh, well, you kind of got into a kind of a trance-like shuffle. That's what uh, James uh, Mooney says. Yeah. He so when he described it, he talked about it how they they kind of would go into a little bit of a trance. People would kind of go off a little to the side sometimes and do have visions and stuff was like peyote that. Was peyote involved at all in this? Not to my knowledge, peyote was uh, is involved. I in mean, the, in this podcast. Oh, in this pilot, I wish, man. No, I'm... Um, if you go to any play, any dance, Thor, you're gonna find drugs. Okay, any, any dance. dance, any dance. Okay, there, there's Mary Jane on the dance floor with a, a dozen people, and there's peyote. They don't call it Mary at Jane every anymore. dust bowl. No, and you know they call it. What do you call it? You don't you call, call it Mary Jane it, anymore. It's oh. ecstasy nowadays. I thought it was crazy grass. No, ecstasy. Crazy grass. Ecstasy is not. They don't mention it weed, anyway in a lot of places, but uh, ancient Greeks also had their own uh, drugs by which they received their enlightenment. Viagra. 
<laughs> Not quite what I have in mind, but sure. Uh, okay, so peyote, uh, as I say, it may have been involved, but you're thinking of another Indian religion. Peyote. Is what is what is that called? Uh, well, actually, East? there's a, there's a few of them. The uh-huh. like Navajo and there's a few that are in yeah, but there's in like Mexico, a, a, that a area. Central American. What is it uh, called? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Is that what it is? No, that's a, the the no. peyote um, one is. Uh, Several of them practice that. Practice it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, to my knowledge, it wasn't really involved. So this ghost dance, or I'm sorry, it wasn't called ghost dance at the time. It was a round dance. This round dance started picking up steam, and emissaries from other tribes started coming to him and learning this uh, dance and learning the precepts of what was going on. And... Um, then they go back to their tribes and stuff like that. And he actually wrote letters in English to different tribes explaining things like that, uh, mm-hmm. explaining his dances, what his philosophy was and stuff like that. And it started picking up steam in several several different, um, uh, the Lakota, as I said, the Lakota Sioux, uh, started picking up steam in there and some other tribes around. Navajo never really liked it, but they were... Um, they had Navajo, their religion has some interesting things with the dead. Uh, like, for instance, if you die in a house, if someone dies in a house, you can't live there anymore and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And this, this dance, part of it was that your ancestors could come and they'd come back and live with you again. You'd, you'd be able to meet with your dead relatives and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So as I say, it's... Is very millennial. <laughs> depending on your relationship with your ancestors, that could be good or bad. Though. Yes, that could be good <laughs> or bad. But if you were kind of have a little bit of an ancestor veneration and, mm-hmm. and worship, then then that's a good thing, right? Yeah, Hopefully. What, what does veneration mean? Uh, it's kind of worship like, and respect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah res- deep respect. Just we'll like your that. your child venerates you. <laughs> okay, in We're that case, kidding. not worship. <laughs> so you mean hate, right? That's what we're going. Yeah, okay. Modern definition. Uh, <laughs> no, you you can't use words like that, Thor. I don't understand them. I'm sorry. Okay, I do now, and now I, I will know. Okay, so veneration. It's what Thor does that, to me. Yes, you know it, Gunner. Yeah. How far uh, east did this get? This didn't get too far east. It was mostly a western movement. So my so like Cherokee really didn't Cherokee really didn't get into it to my knowledge. So it was mostly a western but like uh, a lot of the Plains Indians really liked as we're going to get into the the Lakotas which is uh, a subset of the Sioux tribe. I love the way that's spelled by the way. Nathan, why are you upset that the Cherokees? Yeah, that's my former not. tribe. Okay. Yeah. I thought that I was a Can Cherokee you not be adopted into another? Tribe? No, I'm I'm waiting for that to happen. Really? Well, at least you're still E for my Let's look I <laughs> we're gonna put a pause here for a moment. Let's see if we can get like the Navajo Nation to induct the nice cult into their national religion or something. I think we could all get cards, NAC cards, Native American church cards. That's the, that it is, the Native American church. That's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Well, that's more modern, but that's what it it was starting to form up uh, a little bit after this. Yeah. uh That would allow you to participate in like a peyote or ayahuasca ceremony. I don't know why I just don't, I'm not interested in peyote or ayahuasca. Is that something, should I be? I kind of am tempted. Well, no, you're fi- you're fine to be tempted. I'm just does oh. Oh, are we going we're, off topic? We're going off topic. But my <laughs> question is, Nathan. Well, of uh-huh. course, Gunner is talking. Of course, we're going off topic. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> sorry. We can't keep it keep on the straight and narrow. Okay, we can't hold to that iron rod all the time. <laughs> okay, I'm just wondering if the nice cult can start our own sweat lodges and stuff. We, we already we, have we, one. We have one. Right. I mean, with. With peyote and stuff. Oh, with the peyote oh, involved. Okay. No, only, I might know only. a guy who knows a guy. Touched by Ronaldo. Stories from around the world of how Ronaldo has touched each one of us in that special way. I have a letter. 
Woohoo! Oh, I love this. Awesome. So this comes from Randy from Silver Lake, Oregon. Oh. <clears throat> Randy says, I like to ride my Harley up the 101 and catch the cool sea breeze and bitchin' view of the ocean. There's nothing like a road trip of the Pacific coast with the wind in your hair to make you feel, to really feel alive. I never realized how close this trip would come to ending that. I was riding along with my crew, heading around the bend when the sun got in my eyes and I didn't see the accident in my lane till it was too late. I saw everything pass in slow motion as I flew over, the, over my bike, over the hood of this car, then hard onto the pavement beyond. Everything went black. I came to when I heard his voice. It looks like someone took a tumble. I opened my eyes and I saw through the haze that my legs didn't look familiar anymore. They bent in places where they shouldn't. This man bent down, looked me in the eyes and said, let me kiss it better. And then proceeded to kiss my wounds. And then everything went black. When I woke, I was in a hospital bed. I expected to hear that every bone in my body was broken. The doctor said, I don't understand it. You should have multiple fractures. But aside from a few, a few scrapes, there's nothing wrong with you. I remember the man who kissed me all over. Turns out, it was Ronaldo DiCaprio. If it weren't for, for Ronaldo and his magic kiss, I'd just be a meat crayon on the asphalt. <laughs> Thanks, Ronaldo. <laughs> I thought it was going to be that Ronaldo took the steered him out of trouble. I I yeah. thought like, I thought it was going to be Ronaldo took his bike. Yeah. <laughs> but he did, we're going he to the early days of Ronaldo on those ones. He didn't see I, what happened to his bike. You know, all those kisses me reminded me of you know uh, that governor, the New York Como, uh, the guy who's been uh, Anthony Weiner. No. no. Oh, sorry. The guy, who, the guy who's been uh, sexually harassing. Yeah, it's Como. Yeah, Como, yeah. Como, yeah. He just, it just showed him. all those pictures of him kissing other people. I'm talking about these emissaries. I'm talking about the Lakota. So... There was a couple Lakota chiefs that just jumped on this, okay? This ghost dance. And they st that's where they started calling it the ghost dance. And every tribe put their own little spin on this dance. They came up with their own words, and they modified the beliefs a little bit. And the Lakota were no different. And they put a little bit more of a militaristic spin on it. A little bit more. It was still, you know, don't steal, don't fight, and stuff like that. But... They had, like, a belief that they created these shirts called ghost shirts, and they were reputed to be able to stop bullets. And, yeah, cool stuff like that. that. Sounds great. I know. I would like to have one of those shirts myself. Well, you can get a nice cult shirt at thenicecult.com <laughs> that is not bulletproof, but slightly bullet resistant. Slightly. If you pay $10,000, we will get you a bulletproof ghost dance shirt. It does have Kevlar in it. <laughs> there we go. And that still is bullet resistant, by the way, Gunnar. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Sorry, the nice cult shirt will deflect like eye daggers. You know, when somebody gives you the, the evil eye, you know, on that. Mm -hmm. It'll deflect those. The thing All about right. the nice cult shirt is that it actually does reflect bullets only if you believe enough, though. So if you don't believe, if you don't believe enough, enough, then yeah, if you don't have enough belief in it, enough then, faith. Okay, there we go. To okay. date, nobody has had enough belief. In it. Everyone that has professed to have enough belief, we've gone out and made a trial, and they all failed. Yeah. We Ultimate keep hoping, test. though. We keep hoping. Okay, so I'm talking about the Lakota Sioux. So the Lakotas, uh, this went off gangbusters, okay? 
among the Lakota tribes and the, the different camps. And the Indian agents at the time started getting worried, some of them. Uh, they would see all these large gatherings of, of uh, the Lakota, and they'd, you know, see the they'd hear about the dancing and stuff like that and you know they got they saw the shirts and they a lot of them started getting really alarmed now not all of them some were like pointing to the christian aspects you know and the the you know don't lie don't steal don't cheat you're supposed to be good and then but others would be like hey they're talking about you know us disappearing from the land i think you forgot to mention that that was a big part of it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, they basically inherit the land again. The the Native American so tribes if, would. If they keep on doing this mm-hmm. dance, this the, dance. the white people, we'll just say that, the crackers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sensitive way to say it. Yeah. We're just going to call them the white man. The white man. The white man, the white man would, would be gone from the so land. And it wasn't, out of, yeah, it wasn't out of them doing anything. It was out of, or of them like physically doing anything it was a god or the spirit or whatever it was was. an act of rebellion a little bit wasn't Mm -hmm. it well they they did try and put a lid on it definitely uh you mean the the government the the agents yeah the indian agents so the the way the way things were set up it's uh by this time pretty much every tribe was on one reservation or another okay and the buffalo were gone for the most part and these tribes, the Lakota tribe, was basically trying, living hand to mouth on what little they could get from these Indian agents. Uh, and that they were like trying to get them to farm or something else like that. But they were in like Dakota, you know? And, and the Lakota didn't know what to do as far as farming. And in that area, is, it's not like you were living in a nice area where you can have a nice vegetable garden it's cold up there it's horrible you know i'm sorry for everyone that lives up in the dakotas guys i'm sorry about that but anyway it is okay basically their way of life was coming to an end and they were grasping at straws and this was an awesome straw especially since some things started happening like mysteriously buffalo kind of appeared uh, a small herd of them uh, didn't know no one knew where they came from but uh, they showed up and just other things started happening little miracles and and cool things and and they started getting get going gangbusters for this and the agents the indian agents were very alarmed and they started notifying people and trying to shut this whole thing down sitting bull was still alive at the time. He was one of their uh, one of the major Lakota chiefs, and Sidney Bull is uh, probably one of the most famous Indians, besides maybe uh, Crazy Horse Geronimo. Uh, there, uh, there's a couple, maybe Chief Joseph. Anyway, but he's one of the more more famous Indian chiefs, and he was the one that was uh, he was one of the ones that was involved in uh, the Custer's Last Stand. He was a part of Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. He went to Europe. He was before the monarchs of Europe performing. And uh, yeah, he and his, uh, some of his followers and stuff like that. One of the Indian agents did not like him for one reason or another. And he decided to go have him arrested because he wasn't stopping the ghost dance from happening. And so they went over to arrest him. There was a, a couple dozen uh, Indian agents there. And there was Sitting Bull with uh, several of his uh, tribe around him, some braves as uh, warriors. And someone fired a shot at one of the agents. And uh, Sitting Bull was immediately shot and killed. So he died that. because of that, because... Uh, and he wasn't even... He wasn't armed or anything. No, it's no, just... No, but he he wasn't even participating this in the This was his dance. movement. He didn't even This know. was not his movement. He was not participating in it. I imagine that if he, like, threw all his weight uh, behind stopping it, it might have. But the way, the way the Lakota were set up, I mean, every little band had their own kind of chiefs. And it, it thing, there wasn't, like, 
there was no like dictator position, you know, like who speaks for everyone and says something and everyone jumps to it. You know, yeah. it's, it's not like that. Sounds like some militia captain was just looking for a, a, an excuse to shoot him. There was an awful lot of that going around, looking for an excuse to shoot. What in the heck is that noise anyway? It's my damn computer. I usually it's me. Who's yeah, I know. I am so surprised. Sorry, not once today has your what the hell is <laughs> going isn't on? Even off. Who was sending emails to me right now? So upset. The date he died was December 15th, 1890. Obviously, there was a lot of what's going on. You know, people like, what's going on? And the Indian agents called in the army because they were like, okay, we just killed Sitting Bull. Things might go south for us, you know. Or as they say, go pear-shaped. I wonder how that one got started. As far as I know, he was pretty popular with... The, the white people, the white man. He was, as I say, he's one of the more famous chiefs. And he went to Europe. He went to Europe. Yeah. He, he was in, he's, he visited monarchs. He was part of the wild. Uh, we already talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I'm mm-hmm. just saying like that. Yeah. Even with that, he was actually popular among white people. He was very well respect, respected too. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, most people liked him. He, he was uh, very respected, and people were kind of in arms in that, uh, about that. Soldiers were called in, and bands started going this way and that way, uh, like going to reservations or one way, trying to find you know safety or whatnot. We're going to talk a little about the Wounded Knee Massacre. What happened was one of the bands of... Indians? Oh, well, there's mine. <laughs> yes! <laughs> One of these bands uh, was coming along, and I got a couple different sources, and they may all be right. I don't know. Anyway, I got from one of the sources said they were coming in for food because uh, when the Indian agents wanted people, Indians to gather, uh, the, you know, the tribes to gather, they'd be like, hey, we got some food for you. You know, It's the fry bread. Yeah, well, that's the Navajo. But Navajo anyway. tacos. <laughs> yeah. That's one. Another is they were trying to get to a reservation. Anyway, they met up with soldiers with some cannon, believe it or not. They set up uh, this kind of thing, and they were either getting food or they were just, the soldiers were just asking them, we need your weapons. But one way or another, they were trying to collect these weapons from this tribe. And a gun went off, and, well, people started shooting. And we had, they had some uh, early breech-loading cannons up on a hill there. They started shooting, and the soldiers were shooting. And, of course, the Indians, I'm sorry, the, <laughs> the Lakotas picked up their weapons, started firing back. When all was said and done, about 25 dead soldiers were on the ground, and about 153 uh, dead Lakota were there, and more, with more dying later because Wound, wounded, mostly mostly women and children. Yeah, wounded, but also they the the soldier just left, and they came back about three days later, and like there were kids uh, still barely alive that the mothers had been shielding. From the gun, just just that things awful. like that. Yeah, just just horrible things like that. It was it was a massacre, plain and simple. I mean, any time where you're killing more women and kids than men, it's a massacre. Yeah. It's it's not good. Because of that, this dance went underground for quite a while, and it supposedly was still practiced here and there. It lost popularity, and you know the. The ghost shirts didn't obviously didn't work very well. Otherwise, that would have been a different, totally different, different outcome. outcome yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, keep shooting me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the ghost shirts didn't work. So there you have it. That was uh, mm-hmm. probably the last major massacre in um, the Indian-U.S. relationship. What makes this a cult, Thor? Well... To tell you the truth, it doesn't seem like it is. I feel like we're stretching. Just a second. Let me talk a little bit more about Jack William. He lived a a good life and he died. 
<laughs> was he like a chief or at all or anything? He was just a medicine he, man. He was, or? yeah, he was a weather guy, a uh, weather, weather man, uh, the weather man, <laughs> weather dance or weather, weather doctor. doctor. Yes, weather doctor. Uh, yeah, no, he never got involved in the uh, what did you say? The United Indian what yeah, is Native that? American Church in the yeah. East. He never he never got involved with that, mm-hmm. which was starting up around that time, to my knowledge. So when I first thought about doing this, I I thought, what an awesome cult. Anyway, the more I got into it, the more I I I don't believe it really is a cult right now. And you know, let me give you the reasons why it could be considered a cult, but uh, the reasons why I don't think it is. Number one, there's no real main leader, cult leader. You know, Jack, Jack Wilson... Uh, Wavoka, he, he wasn't one of those charismatic guys that bending people to his will, you know. It, it wasn't like that at all. And everyone kind of put their own little spin on things. It was mostly about working hard, being in harmony with other people, you know, working for what you have, you know, no stealing, no lying, st- no Well, killing. he's still a charismatic leader of that, of his tribe. To my knowledge that... The Northern Paiute weren't really in, their tribal organization was a lot looser than some of the other tribes. I, and I, I, I'm not 100% sure about that. But, and he didn't, I, to my knowledge, he wasn't a huge part of any tribe. He was just a prophet, a uh, John the Baptist kind of guy, you know? Well, you know, I mean, being a separate sect, right? He was outside of the main, of, of all the different tribes, not a mainstream religion or anything, but drew, he drew people to him as an individual, he, separate from the established um, roles of, of, of belief. And I, I guess so, but he, I, yeah, but he didn't, he didn't like, you know, usually a cult leader, he's getting money or power or something from that he wasn't getting stuff like that. So I, I don't know. It, you, but you're you're right. He had to have had some sort of personality. Of course, everyone was really desperate. And then he had his, his own doctrine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he mm-hmm. had his doctrine. So that's that's a that's but, a sign. But but that's also a sign of a religion. So and his religion. Okay, so this is the Lakota. They went with the ghost shirts. But I mean, which you think okay, that's kind of culty. But there's a lot of religions with symbols or items that are supposed to protect you in one way or another. Funny hats. Funny hats. Is that what the Funny hats emblems. Hmm. Funny clothes. I don't know what the hats are for. <laughs> no, I, we're, we're, we're quoting uh, Red Dwarf. No, no, no. Is that what you're quoting? <laughs> no, I thought you're, quoting you're doing anything. the Pope. That's what you're saying. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm thinking, not. yeah, the Pope with yeah, the Pope, yeah. cardinals and all those yeah. with the... You can tell by their hats. Oh, what... Pop. Were the ghost were the ghost shirts were those part of his thing or was no, that no no that was the Lakota. So they're the guys who really monopolized the Lakota. Sorry, Lakota. Lakota. Yeah, they're the ones who really monopolized on that. They they are they they're the capitalized. ones that capitalized capitalized. They mm-hmm. they they had a little bit more mil- militaristic aspect of it, mm-hmm. but you know, getting up and dancing all night and stuff like that. I don't know. I I but from the belief system which has, as I say, some very pseudo-Christian elements to it and uh, a a belief system that, if left to its own, would not bother anyone too much. I I think it's a religion. Their core belief was that this practice would eventually uh, eliminate the the settlers. um, Bring the land back to its uh, pristine... Would restore yeah. order back to the Native Americans. It's kind of like you know, with Christian sects believing that the like the millennium exactly, and so yeah. like the, exactly you know, peace, prosperity, mm-hmm. and the wicked shall be destroyed, and yeah. uh, we will live with Christ. There you and uh, heck, they were going to live with Christ too. And so, I I don't I I I'm, I put this in a, as a religion. So we Thor, should do this. You brought this in, and you aren't even defending <laughs> yeah, it as a cult. I think That's we need because... to vote. 
How can That's you because do this? I, after looking at it, mm-hmm. I don't think it is, but I still think it's really cool. So, All right. So, <laughs> so we go anyway. on the count of three, you say cult or not a cult. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Not, not a cult. Gunner, you didn't even. I, I'm torn. Uh, I'll, I'll, defend I, I the, I'll defend the cult designation just on a loose definition of cult. Yeah. It because would be. Cult being uh, defined as a fringe belief. Mm-hmm. I think it follows that. Yeah. I think that if um, I were at the time there, that I would think that they were a cult. All I know like. is that among the Lakota, it was not a fringe belief. <laughs> it was pretty dang popular. But no, I know what you're talking about. And and there is the argument that most religions starting out would be considered a cult. It's it's one of the oh, I I already said this before I said it's like that pornography thing I know it when I see it yeah we did you hear about, <laughs> hear the last episode on that or is that on this episode that's on the one that's gonna come out I think yeah where we talk about that very heavily oh really okay where so. we go through and Thor's like I gotta examine this on whether or not it's pornography or not <laughs> <laughs> why would I say something like that hmm. is this pornography why don't you come take a look at this Nathan tell me have you seen so oh it is okay then you can leave I'm gonna be here alone no. <laughs> And now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they went wrong. I I, I, I kind of like it. To Getting together and dance. Yeah, dance. I know. Dance, that's right. Dancing is good. Yeah. The I love that they're that straight up on there. We don't want to fight. We're, we're not fighting. We're not stealing. We're not doing this. Yeah, All of them are great beliefs. They are. And they have a sacred shirt. Yeah. Uh huh. They do, and we have a sacred shirt. That's even better. Yeah. Yes. The, is that all the good? No. No. no they did good, a lot good. of. They had other good stuff. I. Uh, I don't know. I. I think that as far as a last gasp of a culture dying and trying to find uh, ways to revitalize, uh, I think something like that is a, would be a step in the right direction. You know. Yeah. I, uh, whereas, like turning to alcohol or something else like that obviously is a step in the wrong direction. It, I like the getting rid of the white man. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. But they're doing it in a peaceful way. In a way that's nonviolent. They're just letting the white man get rid of themselves. Uh, okay, what or, about the bad? The bad. Yeah, so we have the good, we have the bad. Wow. I, I think the shirts are the bad thing. The, because this, with the shirts came that's where all the big problems came in because they're like oh with this we can withstand these bullets Mm. and and with it 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 brought that war aspect into it which made them kind more confront i think it was sorry i think it was good and bad because having that symbol was good i think it it kind of created unity just having unrealistic expectations of that bad pr if they would have been able to work the system a little bit, got to some newspapers back east, and and you know talking about the the Christian elements of this new religion, uh, things would have. I I think that uh, been I think you're absolutely right. I think that actually the bad thing was is them just saying that it would get rid of the white man. It really should have. They really should have worded it a whole lot better. Like yeah. that. Should've... This will this will bring the land back to its. Eden State or whatever. Or, if they said something like that, yeah, yeah, white people are all for that. They like Eden, or they'll that'll create harmony between the white man and yeah. the, the native tribes. You wouldn't so hear about yeah. the the white men disappearing until you get into like the second or third level or whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> now, they don't know what that means, but but then you you know your PR guy goes out there and it's like publishing. Hey, these are what we believe. Don't steal. Don't mm. cheat. You work hard for what you get. So, yeah. Also, part of the problem is that at that time, uh, most uh, white people, Euro- European de- descent, were still not quite ready to give any of these tribes a fair shake. Really. You know, they it, it was, you know, it had been, what, 10, 20 years since Custer's Last Stand and... Uh, Indians 
were still considered savage and dangerous. And they just they just didn't get a fair shake for quite a while. I think another bad thing is the five days dancing. I think three <laughs> tops. Five nights. Five nights five, of dancing. Five hours. Nights. <laughs> yeah. Just a couple hours every night. You know, it might have been just a couple hours every night, but the fifth night was all night long. Yeah. So total yeah. rave. Yeah. yeah. No bob uh -huh. till you drop. <laughs> You're right. There had to have been some sort of peyote or something there involved there. That's a lot of dancing. Yeah. yeah. Building a cult. And now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult, one belief at a time. All right. So how about the culty? The culty? What we want to take from it? Yeah. I think we should take getting rid of the white man. <laughs> Since we already have the shirts, I think we should take the shirts. <laughs> oh, okay. And then, then Native Americans famous making for making blankets. And we have our yeah. own blanket. Okay. Okay, so yeah. we can yeah. kind of fit that in there. Shoehorn that. Sure, we'll reverse yeah. shoehorn that. <laughs> should yeah. we have a dance? Man. At some point in the future, I, I we, like, we've I been like talking about like doing a dance or poetry kind of and uh, getting together, mic open mic night. I I like the idea of um, if you do the dance while wearing the nice cult shirt that you get the protections as long as you believe enough. <laughs> <laughs> we could could we could we have our like make our own dance. Well, yeah. When I when I hear our theme song, you know, that do, do 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 do, I'm I'm bopping my head like you know, like there's no tomorrow. I'm I'm dancing. That's that could be our dance. You can have our uh, music producer friend make a song, kind of a a mix of that. <laughs> now, do we want to put some Native American aspects into it? Yeah, I think yeah. I think so. Yeah, like there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with doing that is there well it's kind of like when the simpsons did okay when they had like a native american radio station okay now our number one hit hey yeah 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 it's total racist so we can't do anything like that no i don't do anything like that there are audio clips of uh what's his name the the anthropologist james mooney yeah james mooney he learned uh, quite a few of these songs, and there are audio clips of him singing these, uh, some of these chants. They're definitely not like the music we're accustomed to, okay? <laughs> but it could be made into a nice song. Yeah, no. there's, there has got to be some way we can kind of overlay yeah. that or something. Yes. Right. So yeah. we have the shirt. We're going to come up with a, uh, a dance. Yeah, a dance yeah. with some music. So we have to record that yeah. for people to see. Yeah, this, that, this, this will be a future be our, project. This is going to yeah. be on the Patreon account. So when we release that, we'll let you know. But uh, those that are Patreon subscribers, you will be able to see that. Isn't there a guy, uh, he's been in the news lately. I think he's Navajo. He and like his family daughters, they've gone out to these different places to do the jingle dance. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what that is. It's, uh, they've got, you've got the, the, oh, yeah, the dresses the with, with, the with, with all the bells, bells on them. Oh, yeah. they, do yeah. they do the jingle yeah, dance to, to basically kind of put the land in harmony and, and help with COVID and stuff like that's, that? So. That's cool. I just want to say, if our ministry has blessed you in your life, you can always donate on, to our Patreon at thenicecult.com. And I just wanted to put that out there because a lot of people have been asking that on on our uh, uh, Twitter feed. Sounds nice. good. I, I feel like a little bit of a evangelical minister here. <laughs> if our ministry has blessed you in any way. <laughs> to help preach and spread the word. If you feel Ronaldo touching your soul right now, support. Give him a little bit of support. We hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult, join the nice cult. Do 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 do
Uh, so Nathan, you were telling me, telling us earlier that uh, you had something, you had a story regarding Native Americans in your history. So growing up, so my family's from, half of my family's from Alabama, and uh, we grew up with the story that my, that one of our ancestors was Cherokee. And so we were, I think we were like one, my generation's like 164th Cherokee, but we were super proud of it. And my whole wow. family has like identified with the, uh, with the Cherokee, uh, Cherokee Nation. Cherokee Nation. Uh-huh. Cherokee pride. Yeah, it's like the yeah. so and share. Is so, Cherokee a horse as well? No, no. I'm mm. taking that out. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so it is no. a jeep. Oh, yes. there we go. It's a jeep. That's what I meant. So, <laughs> anyway, don't. So Nathan used to brag about this I, in high school. To I thought. Us. Well, actually, I was super proud of it, and so well, I, and I, I, we were all jealous. I mean, I was jealous. I was like, man, I wish I had some native american ancestry in me i thought cherokee would be fun but i was like yo you know sioux or uh blackfoot or something that'd be cool too you know cherokee had their own writing like they written written language language. yeah they were awesome so i grew up with that belief and then i had i did a 23 and me just with without i just wanted to find out about uh just my heritage and not even questioning that and it came back as 0% Native American. And then on my maternal line, uh-huh. um, it said Roma or Gypsy. Okay. And so wow. I have all this stuff, all this time that I was proud of, proud of being a Native American. Uh-huh. And I was, uh, I was a Gypsy the whole wow. time. Yep. That explains some things. No. That does. <laughs> Which means that, does. that we're more Native American than you are. Yeah, you may yeah. be. Yeah. So. But, that, that but, but just a second. Come to find out, we did some genealogy ourselves. And... Uh, a couple of years ago, my dad introduced us to the fact that we have some Jewish ancestry. And so now I have some cool ancestry. And Nathan is not quite so cool anymore. I don't know what you're saying. Jimmy's pretty cool. That's I don't know. Come on. Jewish ancestry. Oh, man. Hmm. So good. And then the Viking stuff I have. Viking's pretty cool, too. Yeah. I have to admit. Yeah. But honestly, like that, the whole thing, like you're testing your genes to see where you come from. Like, clearly you have the history of that you have some Native Americans come, go, bloodline or whatever. And there may be someone in my family, you know, you don't get... But it's that actual line is not showing up. Not on mine. It, maybe it does on other people from my family. And but... it could be, like, uh, not from your line. In other words, your great-great-grandfather's brother married oh, someone yeah. Cherokee or something like that. Totally. Um, no. So I, be, I believe that you're still Native American. Like, who else would have a dream about uh, finding plates in their backyard? Except I don't know. You. No. I mean, gypsies might. Gypsies they're, might. They're, I've seen some uh, things in uh, in fiction about like gypsies being like fortune tellers and um, having visions and things. So why not? Yeah, and I think gypsies a derogatory term. What did they for call the Roma? Themselves? Roma. Roma. Yeah. No, no. They actually came, I think, from... um, From India. India, India, yeah, from India. Oh, really? Yeah, and Hmm. they kind of went up and they spread out into Europe uh, because they got, uh, yeah, they got kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of 23andMe, yeah, the uh, Native Americans... Uh, came through Asia, through that little land bridge, land bridge between uh, Alaska and Russia. Now, yeah. So that's, I mean, if just a little genealogy um, that's worth noting. Mm.